dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Hello, all of you lovely people for listening to another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. I feel like I need to just change the intro up just to have a little variety, a little spice of life as we go through these shows because I just don't want to sound like a broken record. What can I say? By the way, if you have any recommendations on guests that you would like to go and hear from here on Blunt Business, by all means, please go ahead and email me, Brasco, B-R-A-S-C-O, at CannabisRadio.com. That's Brasco, B-R-A-S-C-O, at CannabisRadio.com. And most importantly, off the top of the show, I do recommend all of you subscribing to the show. Make sure you go ahead and like it wherever you find it. Please rate and review through Apple Podcasts. That will really help this show a lot because Apple, you know, the wonders of their algorithm and how the way they set things up to make sure that the show gets even higher and higher up in the business news ratings, which it does very well. And I'm uh, very grateful because of all of you listening each and every week to the show, making that happen. My next guest works at the largest publicly traded extraction company in the world with a broad, expanding international footprint. So that's a lot to be said, but uh, my guest is the EV, the Executive Vice President of Corporate Development and Capital Markets for the Valens Company, V-A-L-E-N-S. Everett Knight joins me here on Blunt Business. Everett, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Brasco. And my pleasure. Uh, Health Europa, they recently described the Valens Company as this, quote, one of the few companies in the world that can facilitate the utilization of five extraction techniques using Customized and proprietary methods and technology with further research and development always ongoing. This flexibility and technical expertise allow the Valens company to produce almost any cannabis product imaginable, which means its clients can make their vision of a unique and differentiated cannabis-infused product a reality. Fill us in on how they describe that. Yeah, so I mean, in, in the cannabis space today, I think extraction is still so new as a concept that... Uh, people don't really dig into it when you refer to extraction what people are really referring to is taking the dried cannabis or the the hemp uh that really goes in the end product and we what we do is we put it into kind of a, a cylinder i would say and you add uh, temperature pressure and a solvent and then you actually create a cannabis oil and th- what people don't realize is there's a variety of different types of extraction we have the most diverse extraction uh, types, I think, in, in, in the world for cannabis with five different in-house types where we do CO2 extraction, we do ethanol extraction or otherwise known as ethyl alcohol, hydrocarbon, which is really the anes, the butane, the propanes, and then we do solventless extraction as well as terpene extraction. And the reason we do so many is we really work backwards with our customers where they say, hey, uh, I want to create uh, a high-quality crumble. Uh, what should I do? And we're going to say, okay, to create a crumble, we have to use a hydrocarbon process. Uh, we're going to use kind of a butane a- extraction method, and we can create that high-quality extraction for you. Or if you're a company that maybe just wants a CBD distillate and isolate for high quality, maybe we'll just run it through the ethanol uh, very efficiently. Or if you want a full-spectrum product, we can use CO2. But most of our, our customers have a range of all those, and they want to they really want to own the shelf and customize it so we can add in some terpene profiles to differentiate their vape pen and really customize whatever product, whether it's a beverage, an edible, a vape pen, or even just a tincture bottle on the marketplace. But we can really do a one-stop shop for them to create that product and differentiate it with the consumers. 
Very well. You participated in Benzinga's virtual cannabis capital conference back on June 1st. And when talking about building a brand, you said the main goal was for any company to achieve is profitability. To achieve a profitability, uh, beg your pardon. You said this about what was attributed to Valen's success in achieving profitability. You said, quote, focus. I think that focus is key and knowing what you're good at. We knew our part in our in the value chain. We know what we're good at, and we focused on that from the very beginning. And this streamlined us to focus on operations and profitability for our shareholders, end quote. So focus is the importance for you. Expand on that level and why you think companies in the industry could do, should be doing more of the optimize your profitability, the need for more focus. So in any new industry, I feel like there's a whole bunch of shiny opportunities, right? Especially in the cannabis space where we've created billions and billions of dollars over the last few years. Even look at a year and a half ago in the Canadian cannabis space, we didn't have recreational cannabis, right? Now we're on track with the sales out this morning, uh, having record sales in, in, in May to do over 2.2 billion Wow. In, in, in overall sales in Canada. We're making billions and billions of dollars. And, and there's so many different parts of the, the, the kind of chain. Do you want to be a retail owner, a store owner? Do you want to be oil-based company? Do you want to grow? What do you want to do in that value chain? Do you want to focus on pharma? Do you want to focus on recreational? And I think that everyone, when they looked at this, I was an early investor in the space uh, for uh, as a portfolio manager. I think everyone wanted to do all of them. Right? And they're saying, there's so many opportunities. We want to do this, this, and this. But really for us, we weren't good at a lot of those other things. We leave those to our customers or something else. What we're the best at in, I think, not only Canada, but the world is creating oil-based products. So for us, it was very easy from our, from our CEO, Tyler Robson. He really had the vision of, of getting a more, I would say, social way of consuming product. And now if you look at oil-based products in the U.S., they make up over 50% of the sales. And, and we're seeing the, the, the growth way ahead of our expectations for oil-based products in Canada. And that's where we're really positioned. And, and because of that, for us, that focus allowed us not to spend a whole bunch of money on different segments. It focused on that, meaning we achieved profitability earlier. And even in uh, the, the COVID time period, we, we've maintained EBITDA standpoint or positive EBITDA for our shareholders. I think really showing the resilience of our platform and not only just positive, but exciting numbers on that front. And I think you're going to see that as our business expands and we get more of these 2.0 products. I think that just has the opportunity just to expand. Further. So even with the pandemic, I mean, I, I mean, any surprise that you were able to go ahead and continue to meet expectations in Canada in terms of sales, even with the new sales figures coming in, just because of the fact that, um, you know, it was really just you're seeing that sales were able to stay consistent or at least stay above expectations. Yeah, you said it. I mean, we kind of have two parts of our business, right? So we were obviously impacted by COVID. I think the whole world was. Yeah. Um, it really put pressure on our customers, right? So we have we have an extraction side of our business, as you kind of mentioned in the beginning, those five different types of extraction. But really, uh, majority of our business has really gone to the manufacturing front, where you're seeing those 2.0 products. We were the first one in Ontario with beverages. We were one of the first ones manufacturing vapes in, uh, in Ontario. We're now shipping crumble across Canada and uh, we're really the first one on mass to have premium crumble on the market through that hydrocarbon process that took two years, pro two years to do that. So that process and the demand that we're seeing from the, the consumer has really been recession resilient in COVID. So on that manufacturing side, it's doing quite well. On the extraction front, what we've had to deal with is, is and it's, it, you try to always create a win-win scenario with your customers, but our customers have had pressure on their balance sheets as they've had to lay off workers or workers not showing up or they're decreasing their cultivation output just to kind of 
with that pressure on their balance sheet. So for us, uh, we've seen a decrease on that front. I think the, res the resilience of our platform, though, we've seen a very big increase in that custom manufacturing front. And so I think that's exciting. Uh, the encouraging part on the extraction side is that there's 620,000 kilograms of dried cannabis inventory on uh, Canadian licensed producers' balance sheets. Quite a large number. Absolutely. So, 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 so what we're doing is trying to balance that, obviously, that demand to turn that into oil-based products. Because right now, dried cannabis lasts for kind of three to six months uh, on average, where if you do oil-based, like some people say that lasts for a year to two years, right? So there's more shelf stability, longer term and longevity in their product that they've grown. So I think there's still a tailwind for us to be had. And I think after uh, COVID kind of uh, we get through hopefully to the other side sooner than later, what you're having discussions with these balance sheets is how do you bring that back on and how do you do it in the best way for them as they're having balance sheet trouble? So, so do you I, feel I like there's more of a need for... So shelf life is being, being important. That's for the, thus the oil-based cannabis. Do you also feel like it's going to be much more of a wholesale market as opposed to a retail market going forward? Yeah, for, for us, we were always really involved in the the kind of the the kind of B two B aspect of the industry. Um, I think the I think you said it right. The the big shift for us is not only having licensed producers on our platform, but the biggest growth segment has really been in the CPG and uh, uh, con consumer packaged goods space. Yeah. If you don't not familiar with that term, and uh, brand companies, where if uh, if you're Brasco and you want to launch a vape pen into the cannabis market, now you can do that through our platform, and you don't have to have a license. You don't have to do that. Um, you just have to kind of get minimum quantity orders and come through our platform. So the the, the big thing is. We're seeing a whole bunch of demand on that. So the shift for kind of the B2B change, that wholesale market you talked about, is really shift towards the outside consumer, where now we're sourcing dried cannabis because we don't grow. We, we extract it, turn it into a value-add formulation, create that beverage, and now we're shipping it into the provincial retailers, which we're really now being paid by the provincial governments and then paying out a royalty fee, um, which, is, which is a great, more resilient part of our platform. But that's, as you said, it's growing quite rapidly on that. And, of course, the government's going to get their cut. <laughs> I'm here with Everett Knight, Executive Vice President of Corporate Development and Capital Markets for the Valance Company, V-A-L-E-N-S. And, by the way, if you want to look for them, they're on the OTC Markets. Ticker symbol, V-L-N-C-F, and they're doing pretty good today. I see they're up about 1%. Uh, we're back with Everett Knight with more questions. I want to go and ask you, coming up, about the new medical cannabis real-world evidence study that your company's working with right now. Uh, I want to focus in on that coming up after the break. Stay with us, folks. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer & Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room and Tom said, man, I'm really one toke over the line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song 
just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Everett Knight from the Valens Company here in Blunt Business. So your team recently announced, and I've seen a lot of press releases down the pipe about it, uh, the participation in a medical cannabis real-world evidence study, or called the MC-RWE study. It's led by Dr. Hans Clark, if I said it wrong, I apologize, of the University Health Network in Toronto, Canada. And the study will explore the therapeutic effects of medical cannabis in adults with chronic pain, sleep, or anxiety issues and will leverage the blockchain secure technology of the medical cannabis by shoppers online product portal of both tested and verified cannabis products. So talk to me first of all about how this all came together, uh, being involved in this new study with Dr. Clark. So Shoppers is a is a customer of ours, and this is a this is an exciting opportunity for us. And and really what they wanted to do with their platform is provide medical cannabis to patients. But not only do that, but have kind of uh, a really traceability on that product and to pr- prove its efficacy. I think it's, it's, it's easy to kind of push things out in the recreational market, but all of us in this industry have to give back and show that medical cannabis is really the backstop of, 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 of all the legalization that's happened, whether it's in Canada or the U.S., it's because medical adoption was there and the patients were key. And in this study, it's really an opportunity to give back where the University Health Network in Toronto, led by Dr. Hans Clark, we're really studying the issues related with pain on different products. So what we've done is we've contributed one of our products, uh, Nuance, that we created for the shoppers uh, platform. And it's really a premium cannabis oil that will be in this study um, to actually show and contribute it on how uh, it actually influences pain, uh, not only over the short term, but the long term. So talk to me about where Valens uh, Incorporation is. Is it more of just a, more of a funding into it? I mean, besides Dr. Clark, who's involved in the study, uh, talk to me about some of the oversight that Valens is doing in this project. So we're, we're creating the product. So if you look at, at like patient base in general, most doctors we talk to, they don't want their patients uh, smoking dried cannabis. They want it consuming an oil. So what we're really good at is, is creating high quality oil that we, we have a like in-house testing lab that we test rigorously around this and we can, we can have a level of consistency that's consistent for the study. So the patient now can get the nuanced product one day 
and have the same consistency the next day, which is a huge issue, especially with the CBD market in the US. And what we've been really good is, is understanding that consistency. So what we do is really supplying products into this study uh, to show the efficacy uh, of it for the patients. Is there any information you can tell me about with the study in terms of how many subjects will be used to participate in the study that they're going to be looking out to bring on, uh, the length of it, any kind of uh, extra uh, parameters you could tell us about what the study is going to entail? Yeah, so, so this is a non-interventional observational study that will enroll at least kind of 2,000 subjects from across Canada okay. who will be followed for 24 weeks. Excellent. Now, let me go and break down what I've learned about the actual study itself and what Dr. Clark has said about it. So the goal of the study is to provide physicians, pharmacists, and patients with confidence in medicinal cannabis products as an alternate alternate treatment for various ailments, including pain relief. I love the fact you're putting this together, and I like the fact we're going to – I'm just a big fan of research. We have to go ahead and counteract the narrative that's going to be put out by mainstream media and others that are just constantly talking about this and just just not offering, you know, there's no nothing to go and you know dispute, but facts will always go and overcome what's being said. You know, this any kind of detraction for what's really really the benefits of med- medical cannabis. Now, Dr. Mm-hmm. Clark was quoted to say, "quote For the first time, we will have a national we will have a national repository of data. That's great that can provide answers about the effectiveness of these standardized commercial cannabis products to test their claims." Now, as part of the study, the Vounds Company Nuance line of THC and CBD oils will be tested, with the verified results on each batch made available through the medical cannabis portal for each physician and patient. Patients will be able to identify the contents of their product through the platform, including potency levels of THC and CBD, and confidently rely on the data to ensure batch-to-batch consistency and quality. So I want to know about... Because it's being done in Canada, obviously this would be very effective for those medical, any dispensaries or any doctors willing to go ahead and minister and prescribe any medical cannabis to their patients. My question is, uh, have you looked at what regulations or what kind of um, the United States is needing in terms, especially in the CBD end, where the FDA would need to really have some good concrete research that would really go ahead and help to define and help the implementation of, say, the hemp bill that's been implemented here that we're Mm -hmm. still waiting for implementation on. Same thing uh, going on for what the United United States would expect, because I think even though Canada has been so far ahead of the game with legalization, the fact of the matter is that to get the research to be up to snuff, for the United States so that other countries will follow the same example. A hundred percent. So this study is just the start. And if you look at the FDA in the U S they recently tested product and they found that it's inconsistent with the labeling requirements, right? We need a level of consistency, especially if you have patients utilizing this product that they can trust. And honestly, for co- companies building brands or our customers on our platform that want to build their brands, consistency and trust is important. And, and, and I think that's the biggest thing as you do the study. So this study is just the start. So this is the first kind of real life study in Canada. But what we want to do is no- expand this not only from pain, but into other categories as well and, and, and in other methodologies. And, and I think that as we build into this, the traceability of the product is important. Right. To know that it is safe to use, that it is what you're getting. And also, what is the method the patient uh, or the consumer, for that matter, on the recreational side is the best method to consume it in? And I think that we're, we're in the first inning of this. And as this legalizes, all of us have a duty in the industry 
to give back and actually go into these studies and pave the way for research behind what we've already seen from an anecdotal evidence standpoint in a lot of patients and consumers. Now, one of the things that's very important for companies as well when it comes to trying to put some kind of authority or, or some kind of, you know, fact-based you know, backing to the products that are being put out there, a lot of companies are looking to bring on certification, seals, if you will, Mm -hmm. seals of approval or some kind of authentication. So with that said, is there anything that can be done after the study where would that be something that Valance Company want to do in order to try to create some kind of a certification? Because I think if that was put into place, not just the FDA approval and not just the approval of whatever the Canadian equivalent of the FDA is in Canada – if there's something that could be done so that can be a stamp of approval that will undoubtedly yes. take away any kind of doubt about what the products are going to be put out there that are going to be safe. So, so a hundred, like a hundred percent, I think this is one of the most important thing is the certification process. And it's, it's not only in the end product, but it's also in the testing regime. So what, what, when you, when you look at the U S market and the fragmentation of the testing and the lack of testing requirements, right. that's very different in Canada. And I think that's really what shoppers was attracted to with our platform is we were the first company in Canada to get ISO 17025 accreditation for our, our cannabis lab. So what that means is we really have uh, uh, methodologies that are validated to the highest level. And if you look at Thermo Fisher Scientific, the largest analytical testing company in the world, uh, they saw what we were doing and named us the, uh, the center of excellence in plant-based science. And what we're trying to do with them is we're creating that consistency in testing. And it comes back to that traceability element that's so important for these consumers to know where it came from, what, where was it derived, how was it made, and what is in this product. And, and, and that's a commitment that we have not only for our customers, but the consumers and medical patients that use our product. And I think you're going to see a lot more of this on our platform of this commitment going forward uh, in future quarters and, and years to come. So, Andy, we're going to take us to another break. i got just a few other things going to touch base before we wrap things up here with Everett Knight, Executive Vice President of Corporate Development and Capital Markets for the Valens Company. And if you want to go and check it out while we're going to break, Go ahead and look at the website, thevalenscompany.com, the, V-A-L-E-N-S, company.com. Think Frankie Valens, great singer back in the 50s. That's how you remember that. And also the Mm -hmm. tickers, if you want to look out for Valens Company, uh, under Toronto Stock Exchange, it's V-L-N-S, and OTC Markets, the O-T-C-Q-X, it's under the ticker symbol V-L-N-C-F. Back with final questions with Everett Knight after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com.
Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with final questions with Everett Knight from the Valens Company. Uh, Everett, really appreciate you being on with us. I want to have just a few other things just to ask you about now. The the Kelowna Daily uh, Courier, and I believe that's in Saskatchewan, Canada, uh, Valens is now formulating, quote, and manufacturing about 20 different offerings across numerous product lines. More than that, the company also does testing, product development, and distribution. So, for what I've been reading across, just, well, just look at what you're doing right now. The boilerplate is... Like, it's a library. It's so much that you're working on right now. Uh, so you're talking about how you were in the process of becoming European Union, good manufacturing practices compliant, uh, offering products including tinctures, two-piece caps, soft gels, oral sprays, vape pens, beverages, concentrates, topicals, mm-hmm. edibles, injectables, natural health products, so much more. So please kind of give us a little summary uh, and let our listeners know what they should be looking out for if they go to the website, thevalancecompany.com, and how they should learn more about what you're doing and uh, what can you tell us that they should be keeping a focus on? Well, keep an eye on the products that are coming out for our customers. I mean, it's growing so rapidly in the Canadian marketplace where even in Ontario, if you look at the state the, in Ontario, 25% of the, uh, the, the products sold in Ontario were oil-based products, including vapes, edibles and beverages uh, just recently in May. So, I mean, you see how quickly now, if you fast forward to the beginning of the year, that was zero. So, so this is really just the first inning of of 2.0 products and that's what we manufacture. So the demand for our services has gone through the roof. As we talked about on the conference call, we went from nine products in Q1 from a SKU number of creating now in Q2 that we just announced, we did actually 36 um, wow. uh, SKUs, which was way ahead of even then our forecast. And it's expanding rapidly still where we launched beverages in Ontario and they were sold out almost the first day and <laughs> very quickly. And now we've tried to replenish it. Now we're selling beverages in Alberta and, and going across Canada. We started selling vape pens for a customer in Alberta. Uh, and now it's uh, spreading across Canada. And now the hydrocarbon concentrates that are really the concentrate category is 10% plus of the U.S. marketplace and up to 15% in some. And we really haven't had it happen in Canada since it was just legalized and it's very difficult to get licensing. But on mass, we're now uh, shipping that not only um, to one province, but we're just about to ship that across Canada, which is an exciting step for the company. So keep an eye for the products and uh, keep an eye in the retail stores because I, I think you're really going to enjoy the products that come out. 
I love it. And I'll tell you, I'm actually gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put the uh put Valens on my on my watch list on the stocks. I've been kind of just been playing a little swing training as of late during this pandemic. I've been really trying to learn up and research about it just to see what happens. And I I, I like it. It's a I like what you're doing. And I hope a lot goes well. And I hope uh, now is there any kind of time frame, by the way, before we run th- wrap things up, about uh, when the study, how long the study should take? You said it's 24 months, correct? Correct. 24 months. Yeah. Okay. Well, either which way, if there's any updates, any news that comes about, I hope your team will go and keep us in touch about what happens with this real world evidence study. That's a lot of time to put into this. And um, I really hope for some great news from it. And I really appreciate you making time to go and join us, Everett. Thanks so much. Well, well, thanks for having me. And we'll definitely keep you updated. More to come. More to come with the Valens Company again. Uh, Everett Knight, Executive Vice President, Corporate Development and Capital Markets for the Valens Company. Again, that's thevalenscompany.com. Thank you, listeners, for listening to another edition of Blunt Business. We're always happy to have all of you join us. Subscribe to the show so you can never miss an episode because we drop one each and every week. First, through our friends, our, our home base at cannabisradio.com, and also find it through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and so many others. We'll talk to you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.